welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. This episode is sponsored by Wooster, Purdy, and Hyde. So on this week's episode, we have the legend that is Tony Taylor, Tic Tac Taylor over in Isle of Man. How are you doing? Hi Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. Not bad. Not bad. Busy. Busy, aren't you? <laughs> crazy, crazy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else. Well, this is what people keep saying. They say to me, are you busy? And I think majority are. But I don't want to be pessimistic, but are we riding a wave? I think possibly we are, actually, to be honest. Obviously, no one can go on holiday. Yeah. No one's got anything to work towards, have they? You know what I mean? It's like... Well, that's it. But once redundancies kick in... Yeah. Are we going to start suffering? Because nobody's going to want the decorator when they're being made redundant, are they? Mm, Yeah. It's the same here, really. Like, building trade here is absolutely flying. You can't... Yeah. You can't even get someone to mow your grass here. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, but obviously hospitality trade. Yeah, it's dying. They're, 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 they're hit. God, you know, there's no one in any hotels or. I, th- I think a lot, I think a lot of the independents will be lucky to open. Some have pivoted and doing takeaways, but well, Frankie and Benny's has gone, hasn't it? A lot mm. of Pizza Express has gone. Chiquitos mm. has gone. They're all, they're all on edge of bankruptcy, weren't they? And now they've gone because yeah. it's pushing them to edge. I know, well, that's where we're, we're not so bad here because obviously we've got a financial sector, well, what we've got left of a financial sector. Um, so everyone works remotely anyway. So yeah. obviously because we get everyone's dirty money. Yeah. <laughs> offshore. Yeah, is, offshore. Is your own included in that? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll not say where it comes from. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly didn't come from doing courses, did it? No, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to the beginning, we'll get to that elephant in room at some point. <laughs> Who, who's in the Taylor household? Uh, it's only me and the wife, actually. Uh, yeah. son, son's growing up, he's 24. Um, he's from a previous marriage. Um, so, yeah, it's just me and the, the good lady. Nice and quiet. When she's not in the house, yeah. <laughs> Take it she's not in room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so so how, how did you start in decorating trade? I actually stumbled into it, to be honest. I, I left school when I was 15. Um, and I went on a YTS, but I was, a, I was actually a mechanic. YTS, young, thick and stupid. Yeah. That's how yeah. I started. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually on. A, I was actually a mechanic, and I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was it was a good laugh. You know, they were very yeah. harsh. You know that them guys yeah. didn't mess about when they had apprentices. You know what I mean? They were proper. Yeah. They were vicious. Yeah. You know, some of the things they used to do to us were just. Oh, yeah, my brother were diesel fitter. 
similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I remember seeing one lad, he got tied to the front of a Scandi with zip ties and drove up the road in February naked. Oh, bloody hell. You know I think I, mean? I think for my initiation, I got crucified on the ladder and left up against the side of a building. Yeah, they've done that to me in the garage. Yeah. They, put me up, they put me in the ramp, put a broom through my overalls, whipped me tackle out. They went for brew and then told all the girls in the office to come out and have a look at me. I'm struggling like mad at 15. <laughs> Can't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it was it was it was just really, and then a, an apprenticeship come up. At, um, I think the same as you actually. Did you serve your apprenticeship local council? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant, it were. Yeah, it <laughs> was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I really yeah. enjoyed. I really enjoyed my apprenticeship. Yeah, uh, lads work with were really good. There was there was some. There were some, some ladies, arseholes. Yeah, there were some arseholes, yeah. And yeah. there were some really talented decorators there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thing, thing is, you, you learn well because they were never in a rush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, you go and work for, you go and serve your apprenticeship with an house basher. Yeah. All they're using you for is a dog's body. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, on, on council, they were never in a rush, so they taught you right. Yeah, we used to do all, like, the council chambers and all that was all, all yeah. gold leaf and, you know. Your respect. Yeah. The thing is, that that was like me and you'd go from, there was, I've, I've had this conversation with an arse that was on the group before because I didn't know a certain pay print tip because we would either change a tenancy where he was doing wood chip mm. or he was doing IN stuff in civic dance hall mm. where he was doing, your respect, we never did anything in between. It was high end or low end, no, no midway. So you didn't learn the normal stuff. Yeah. It was one or other. Yeah, we were God. Yeah, the way the way they run our local council was 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 bizarre. They used to shove you outside in the winter and shove you inside in a power station in the middle of summer. You know <laughs> what I mean? And like you'd be walking around absolutely sweating cobs in the middle of a power station in the winter. You'd be out bloody painting public toilets, what, warming gas bottle up so you can burn off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, or you know, empty houses. You know, tenants' houses and stuff yeah. like that. It was like you know. You must have had it yourself. You had some. You had some real gross ones. It was like, oh. We, we used to know them as jumping jack hotels because they'd be full of fleas. Or you, even when they pulled carpets up, they used to have them vinyl tiles. You could sm- still smell dog piss. Yeah, no, we. You had, know, they're, they're awful mucky shitty. All some of them. Yeah, we had. We had one. The worst one we had was some old guy. He died, and he was a proper alcoholic. He'd been using the fireplace as a toilet. So. It was, <laughs> It was like literally, you know, that when they had like the big tiled halves. Yeah. So that was full to the brim. Oh, nice. They sent us in in white suits, and I thought, God, this has really got to be serious to send us in in white suits. And he'd been sat in his chair, and he'd been spitting on the ceiling. Yeah. So it was like stalactites. Oh, nice. And then when they said, right, lads, you've got to wash that down, and it was just like all running down your own. We, if if we went in one and it was like I said, jumping jack hotel, it were fleas. Used to ring office, but this were days eighty nine, ninety. No mobile phone. You had to go. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. to go post box. Ring office. Foreman had come with a, a white paper suit. You'd put that on. Be driven back to depot. Got at mess room. You'd get a shower. Money for your pack up, and your, your clothes would get laundered for you. <laughs> God, it must have been bad then. So, so well, you knew when they come up on certain estates. If they said said Gypsy Road estate, you thought it's going to be a shithole. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then you'd get on a certain estate, and you think it's going to be decent on this estate. Yeah, yeah that's so what you could always like, tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
So, <laughs> what, what's been your lowest point? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably one of them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of them. <laughs> lowest point. To be honest, I've been quite lucky along the way. Not really had that many lows. Yeah. My, wife, my, my wife hates me because like, she doesn't really like her job. And I, when I get up in the morning, she's like, why are you so happy? I said, so I actually like my job. She's yeah. piss off. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I won't say I'm, I won't say I'm happiest person in the morning, but I do love my job. Hence why I do this. That's a hobby. That's to do with bloody work. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do. You spend so much time there. You've got to bloody love it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And it is. And as time's gone on, I, I, I've actually I actually enjoy it even more now. The more I'm yeah. getting older, because obviously technology's moved on. You know. Life is a little bit easier, like, God, if you think back to when we were apprentices, you know, it was a bit of, red, bit of green uh, oxide and off you went to your, <laughs> your fingertips bled. Sandpa- sandpaper, a two-inch knife and a dustbrush in your back pocket, that were your kit, that were it? Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> I think when I started mine, uh, the old blokes there, they, they thought a roller was the devil's work, so we had to use a seven-inch flat brush. <sighs> Well, we we used to cheat when when we used to do council flats, and it was silky emulsion on corridor. Being apprentice, there used to be one bloke cutting in. I'll not say the names because they're still about. I know they're still about Chesterfield, <laughs> and they're on price where you'd have one cutting in, one rolling, and then I'd be chasing with seven inch wallet brushes. We used to call it or bonus brush. And then put the brush marks in, laying it off. Yeah, <laughs> your wrist used to be killing at end of oh, day. Yeah. God, my shoulders. Oh. Straight up, you know, still still developing, like, you know, and, like, yeah. having a whack of seven-inch bloody wallop around on a ceiling. It was like, oh. Well, they, they wouldn't even pay for cork on council. They, you, no. you weren't allowed to use it. It was it was bloody, well, we used to use a lot of Artex because you used to Artex ceilings. So you'd, you'd basically fill up with Artex, but it think saw finger end, top of skateboard and Artex. Yeah. You know, miles and miles of that I've done. Yeah, Tetrium. Tetrium used to use yeah, loads and loads of texture. Well, one of my jobs used to be mixing all Artex day before, and then just putting an inch of water on top of bucket, <laughs> ready for the next day. Sounds like spray plastering, that mate. Yeah, well, that's well. You set up for it, and you'd have a run of houses. Whether what they used to call modernisations, they'd have a run of about twenty houses, and they'd just gut them out, tape sealing, rewire them, and you used to use the ground with bloody bumper with bloody pot square, whatever it were, 18-inch square brush behind bloody tradesman putting it on with sweeping brush. You know, it's usually <coughs> shit like that all the time. Some of it was shit, but some of it were good. You know, it was it was good. It was a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good laugh. It was good money. What, 20, 1991, 227 quid a week, my basic wage? Oh, yeah. Yeah, weren't a bad crack. I, I think I was stupid for leaving at some, some points. School hours. They actually, they, actually, they actually disbanded the painters. Uh, in fact, I'm still in touch with a couple of the guys, and I'm actually, out of all of them, I'm actually still the one that's only painting. Yeah. One's gone to work in a creamery, one works in a hospital, one's a bin driver, one's got COPD, so he's gone to be a professional artist, and the other <laughs> one, another one works somewhere else, and I'm the actually only one out of all yeah, bloody hell. that's still painting. When, when I started my apprenticeship, there was 48. When I finished, there was eight because it were all going out to these, I call them private councils, like Seddon, stuff like that. They were all doing it because they were cheaper, you know, mm. these maintenance companies. Yeah. And they were just, 
I mean, Union then, it was Unison and something else, UCAP. And I remember the, the Union rep, the Union reps were crap. They didn't fight for you, you know, and they, they just whittled them down. And at the time, uh, I remember young, I, I was, what, 18, 19, young lads I used to work with, as I, as I saw them as young lads then, were 28. And I can remember him coming in an Astra GT, a G-Reg. Then with a bit of curved dashboard, the digital dash, it was black. And I thought it would take for that. But they all, they all went to work in Germany because that would be a good time. Mm. About, about six of them went there to work in Germany, you know, and earned good money there. But they just whittled it down. And now on six months contracts ends. I just thought, do you know what? And I was, I was working, I was doing that. Uh, I was working for a private firm at weekends that used to work in London. They were based out in Bakewell. And I was working behind a bar in a nightclub three nights a week. I've always been a workaholic. And this, this firm that worked in London dangled me carrot and like an idiot, I took it and it was not like I expected. You know, I thought, oh, it, it was shit. I went to the big smoke myself. Yeah. Um, it, it was an eye-opener, but it weren't, weren't what it cracked up to me. <laughs> yeah. oh, it certainly wasn't, well, God. Um, basically, I, I, it was like all councils did or whatever government jobs did. And then basically, when you finished your apprenticeship, you were out and then they rolled the next one in. Yeah. Um, that's the way they worked because they were just cheap labour all the time. So basically, as soon as I finished my fourth-year apprenticeship, <clears throat> I was just out on the street, um, went working for a couple of companies, didn't last long, and then all my mate, well, one of my best mate had moved to London, uh, met a girl down there, and he went, why don't you come down here? So it was the time when I, like, <laughs> I still remember it now, I had all my, all my brushes in a paint pot topped up with water, you know what I mean? Because they're all oil brushes. And if they tipped over it in van, it stunk because it was yeah, stagnant yeah, water. Yeah. Was, so, your po- was your posh on? Did you have the cut-up drain pipes to keep your brush separate? No, no, no. no. Oh, we had, we had that. We used to cut drain pipe up to keep your brushes separate, innit? No, we, posh just, one. we just put a bit of plastic in the middle to keep the whites away from the colours. Yeah. That was it. Them were the days. Them were the days, <laughs> Scrubbing it out on inside at van. Yeah, well, I didn't even have a van. I was still on a motorbike, so I had to stick it in a rucksack. <laughs> <laughs> so when it went over, it went over. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Jesus Christ, it just, yeah. It went a wet ass. Yeah. That, so, did you have a canvas tool bag and all? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, them were the days. <laughs> yeah. I used to stick it in the bottom and then zip the zip up and stick my arms through and then jump on my motorbike and off I went. <laughs> yeah, it, it was quite funny getting them to London. Yeah, yeah. Went to London. Uh, I got there. And my mate says, "Oh, I got another couple of lads." So I knew, I knew one of them or two of them, and they went. Oh, well, they're in a house in uh, where is it? South Harrow. Yeah. So I went there, and God, that was an eye opener. Because say I was like, I'd never even left the Isle of Man. You know what I mean? I'd never even yeah. been abroad on holiday. You know what I mean? So I'd gone straight from. 21, you know, a 20 year old straight down the big smoke. And I went down there and I, I says, What are you guys doing for work? I says, Oh, we're, they, they were working on Canary Wharf at the time. Yeah. It was getting built. And I says, What are you doing? And there, I says, Are there any painters? He says, Well, sod the paint and come and work for us. We're doing air conditioning units, ductings. <laughs> so I went down there. We used to jump the tube every day, never paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jump the tube, go to Canary Wharf, get good money. I don't so, even. So well at night. <laughs> no, in the day, actually. <laughs> Proper hardcore. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to turn the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we used to go down at night or Bethnal Green because it was cheaper. 
Yeah. You know, it, 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 like I say, it was, a, I wish I'd have done sensible stuff, but I was 21. Yeah. You know, I, was, I, I mean, I'd never paid for it, but you, we did Raymond Review and stuff like that. And, just, you know, it, it, and you'd go in shops and they were just stood there reading magazines like it were everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, is this normal? Proper the thing I, world. The only thing I did find hard about it was obviously people don't interact with you. No. You know what I mean? They're, they they are like robots. They're just like... Well, there was... I, I've always said there were North-South divide because Gaffer's lad, he, he was an ex-model. He, he was a good-looking kid. He was about 24. And he, he knew London well because he used to work down there. And I remember going to a nightclub where we was... We were staying on job in Finch, not Finchley, it was where Tottenham football ground is. And we went went into Chelsea, taxi driver were Russian, went into Chelsea, went into a nightclub, and we were stood at bar, and there's all like these, what were yuppies then, stood there talking to women. And Gaffer's lad were real good looking, and I last come up to talk to him. As soon as she twigged they were northern, she walked off. They didn't want to know you, because you're all thieves and villains. Yeah. You know, didn't want to know you at all. You know, and I thought he's a bloody good looking bloke. Do you know what I mean? She was well punching. Yeah. But as soon as, he, as soon as he opened his gob and he were northern, she weren't interested. Yeah. yeah, jack her up on bricks and rubber stilettos. <laughs> well, I remember this club, it was 20 quid to get in, and they had a, a dustbin at door, and all, all it was was all the all the bottles. It were free drink, and it was all the bottles. If the labels were damaged, they couldn't sell them. That were the rules. So they used to put them in a big in a big dustbin with water and ice. That labels come off, and it was twenty quid to go in. And lucky dip, three bottles you went in. <laughs> you know, for it, it, it were a bottle of beer, but you didn't know what you were getting, unless you knew. See, I used to work in a nightclub, so I could spot roughly what bottle. And I know I, I didn't know they still did it. I was talking to Scott Barnett the other week. Molson and Molson Dry were popular ones, which I think now is cause. Oh right. But it, 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 it was that, and it, it was a good night out, but it was a bloody eye-opener. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> digressing, back to you. Op, op, <laughs> the opposite end of your worst point, what's been your highest point? Um, or is that yet to come? We no, new building? I, I think I've had that. that was, um, we, I landed a job um, on a billionaire's house. He made, um, he invented the kettle switch. Yeah. Um, so... You can imagine he had the the rights to every kettle all around the world. So every time he the, put the like, thermo thingy one that clicks off when it gets yeah yeah basically basically he rubbed the he rubbed the idea from his father who invented something in a Spitfire or something which yeah. done something and he just put it into like a kettle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he was worth last time I heard two point eight billion or something like that. Nice. Um, not bad for three pence a switch, is it? <laughs> is that what they are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three pence a switch. Um, yeah, we. I, I ended up landing a job there. Um, I, I originally got brought in to do the fire protection on the steel. And uh, the company from across that were doing the internal fit, they went, oh, do you fancy doing a bit of painting? And I went, yeah, maybe. And like, it had a massive dome. like It was like the Albert Hall. It was like an 80... 80 foot dome yeah in the middle of the building so they rang me up and they said oh I believe you you spray and I went yeah yeah I do yeah he says oh can you come and just miscoat it so the lads can snag it and I went yeah 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 no problem 400 quid <laughs> so I went in took me half an hour <laughs> paid me the 400 quid I went home two days later they rang me again says you couldn't come and snag it again could you I went yeah 400 quid <laughs> <laughs> 
So I went back half an hour. Went. Third time. You couldn't come back to snag it again, could you? I went, yeah, 400 quid. <laughs> so this happened three times. And then they ran me again. They went, you couldn't come back and do the final coat, could you? Because they had like a birdcage scaffold in the middle. Yeah. It was like an atrium, you know what I mean? And it was a round building, so all the rooms were off the actual central atrium. So we had to spray it and then back roller it, which was a bloody hard job, you know, when it's a domed ceiling yeah. without leaving any roller marks in it. Yeah. So we'd done that. And then um, the main contract at the time was um, Styles and Woods, actually. And they said, well, do you fancy doing the, um, the whole internal? And there was me, a young lad, and a 63-year-old bloke on this <laughs> building, which was like seven bedrooms. Oh, it, it was huge. And I went, well, yeah, all right. And then three and a half years later, I was still on it. Bloody hell. But with that comes its down, you know, its downside. Fair enough, we earn amazing money. Lose a lot of your regulars because you can't accommodate yeah, them. Yeah, because yeah. when I come back out, I had to start from scratch. Yeah, that's why I stay clear of big jobs. Yeah. But, you know, the experience I got from that job, I think, was what set me up. Because um, the architect was an absolute nightmare. She was fit as hell. But she used to walk around with a torch and you'd walk in a room and she switched the lights off and you think your luck was in. <laughs> and she wouldn't. She'd get this bloody torch out and start snagging the, start snagging the architraves. <laughs> And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm snagging the octave. She says, what, with the light off? And she went, yeah, by torch. So I, I had 12 guys on at the time. I, like, I, I took on a few more lads. I, I had 13 blokes on there at one point, And I had to go out and buy every one of them a torch to fill to. Yeah. So I made them turn the, turn the lights out and fill the architrave yeah. and the skirtings yeah. under torch light. Yeah, cut her off before she got there sort of yeah, thing, preempt yeah. what she was going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't realise that she was so vicious that uh, the architects were on cost plus. Yeah. So every time it went on and on and on and on, hence why it took so long. It was only supposed to cost 10 million. I think the final price was 37 million. Yeah. Because they just keep... They were it on. Oh, they were bumping the price up, bumping the price up. We were all on day work and we were getting time and half, double time. And, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It was an amazing job. And, you know, I'll never get to experience something like that ever again. Yeah. Would you want to, though? <clears throat> um, Not for that now. Kind of, for that kind of money, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be, <laughs> equivalent I'd, nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I'd be retiring then. Yeah. <laughs> I'd retire after that job. So... So what's, what's your biggest struggle that you think you could improve on? Or is there one, you, or do you think you've sort of nailed it now and you've, you've got it all nailed down? I think, I think the systems we have, I, I think I've covered all the bases, really. Um, I don't really think we struggle with anything now. The only thing that we do struggle, obviously, is we're, we're stuck on this rock. Yeah. So obviously supplies, like we can't get the likes of, um, you know, scuff X and all that. We we can't get that. We're, oh, you, you know, we're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I read some of the you know I read some of the guys and the you know what they're putting on and all that, and I'm thinking, you know what, I wouldn't mind trying that. But for me to even get, you know, it, I'm lucky I've got Tickerilla to be honest. Could you not? I mean, I, I I might be a bit thick with this. Could you not buy it in bulk and have it shipped over like a pallet full? Is it not worth that? Well, it's, it's too it's costly. Still, yeah, it's still 80 quid for a pallet. 
So you're putting that on. You know what I mean? It's I, I did used to ship all Ticarilla in before they um before they got a franchise here. Which, yeah. I'm kicking myself now because I got offered it first. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been. You might, you might get offered another brand soon. Went rep moves. <laughs> be telling it, bit, bit usual trick. He'll be telling it paint is selling now. It's best paint going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. I've had that before. Somebody at Dulux was this is best paint going. Then there were another brand telling me that was best paint going. I'm like, really? <laughs> well, I've just I've been reading that. So I've been reading. Um, the boys with uh, Terry Fleming and all that were all going on about. Is it the? Is it B and Q's? Is it own brand? Good, it? good home. That's it. Yeah. 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 You tried it? No, ne- not yet. I'm. I'm still behind to reflex. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm, still, I'm, I'm still a ticky haul with that. Uh, yeah. I've heard rumour the good homes made in Germany. Right. I can probably put two and two together. I might get five, but apparently it's made in Germany from what I've heard. I don't know okay. how true it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah ask, ask, ask the love. Should we ask, should we ask Colin Bidwell where it's made? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, ask the love anti reflex. What I pay for it? It takes that or Mackie's Eclipse. Yeah, I can get, I can get Matt Ferson's, but I get that from the builder's yard. So yeah. I mean, the, the only drawback is it is material really, and you know, not not getting to use you know what you guys use over there. It is a bit of a struggle. Um, if I do want to use something out of the box, I've got to pay for it big time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously, as you know, clients don't want to pay that that kind of money. Yeah. So, uh, Craig, Craig Shaw, if you're listening, you're missing a trick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did try. I did try and get Symphony Codens here, and they, they just were, they just were not interested. The, the guys I deal with here, I was like, I got 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 them the introduction to them and everything and, and they just they just didn't really want to play ball they just is, is there not enough market for it I think there is um, yeah. there's a lot of joiner shops here and all that you know what I mean they're all using pre-cap AC yeah. doing all their own spraying all their own kit, kit you know what I mean yeah. uh, I'll, I'll piss a lot of reps off now do you know what I think problem is I think the reps have got fucking lazy because they're all over the internet forums, we chase them rather than them chasing us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, when was the last time a rep come out to see you? Yeah. Well, believe it or the not, footwork. my my rep actually from Morels is actually quite good. He's had, he's had COVID as well. He yeah. was pretty bad. He, he got it pretty bad. He was hospitalised. Um, and uh, he he is pretty good, but he only comes over because he wants to play golf. Yeah. But <laughs> other than that, the reps don't, they don't make the effort anymore, do they? Well, they don't rely on running around making sales, do they? No, because of the social media and the platforms, everybody knows. So you, you put on Tiki, first thing they do is tag somebody, tag Tiki rep yeah. or tag Benji Moore's rep, and you, yeah. they don't have to run about anymore, do they? It's just, no. I think it's just made them lazy. Yeah. You know, they need to up the game a bit. Instead of telling us how to market ourselves, we'll tell them how to market themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I have had, I, I have had a few run-ins with... Uh, Certain manufacturers that, yeah. that that I can get here, and uh, <clears throat> I threaten to leave. And then as soon as you threaten to leave, they oh, they're all back all over you, all over again. Then yeah. So when when did you realise you'd made it? Uh, I'll I'll just jump still, in here. I'm, where, still, I'm still making it now. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in with elephant in real bit. When you started doing spraying courses, Warwick. <laughs> 
but that's but that's when social media presence kicked in. Obviously, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, I never thought, I never thought I'd get as much press as I did, um, and it sort of hit home actually one day when um, one of my guys was walking through the main street, and it was um, race week over here. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> this biker tapped him on the shoulder. And he went, Are you Tony? And he went, No, no, I just work from. So I tell him I see all his videos. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, yeah. that was a bit creepy, really. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's a good and a bad thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, th- well, I think your customers are vetting you before they get you now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah they're the, the seeing who you are before they get you. And that's why you've got to be on ball with it. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm not being funny. I, I Facebook stalk my customers. Yeah. I see where they live. Yeah. You know what I mean? I look, see, can they afford what we offer? Yeah, or they're one of them that's on Facebook asking for a cheap, reliable decorator. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to fuck I, you over for money at end. Yeah, I never get, I never get, I never get tagged in any of them. I've, I've asked my family to stop tagging me. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't. Said get, to in-laws, don't bother tagging me in them. I don't want them. Yeah, I don't. I don't get tagged in them anymore. Like we have one here that's called Builders Central, and they go, "Oh, do you know any kitchen painters or any decorators?" And see someone puts my name on, I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. We're going to get bombarded with... with I'm busy till 2025, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when I say June, that, that puts them off anyway. It does. I've had someone do that today. Uh, I'm working on an house and she says, oh, do you travel to Beverly, which is next house? So, yeah, oh, my daughter wants some doors and frames and woodwork doing because it's discoloured. I says, well, she's been looking at me. And she, she says, oh, I'll give her a ring in a bit and she'll come back to me with a cup of tea, which I shouldn't be taking. Uh, but I know she had a test on Monday and it's come back negative. Um, <laughs> and I've just I've just got over a dose. I should be all right for a week or two. Um, and she says, oh, I've, "I've messaged my daughter. She's going to do it herself. May's too far off." I says, "Yeah, it's standard response. People don't want to wait that long." Yeah, it's it. To be honest, I find personally, um, if I'm if I'm too far in advance, I get stressed out even more. I don't. I prefer it because I know what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. Well, I do, but my clients are not really like that. Because my clients, when I say May, and they go, and obviously, as you know, from here till May is quite a long way away. Yeah. So you're on a, you're on a job, you're on a job, and a, the client goes, "Oh, why are you here? Can you yeah. just do another room?" That adds a week on there. And if every customer does that by the time you get to May, you're not getting it in May, are you? You're getting it in August. No, well, I'm a, I've, I've sort of educated mine. They all know to ring six months in advance if they want work doing all my regulars. And if they want any extra doing it, has to get booked in at end, as in yeah. like at end of May. I'll just yeah. say I can't fit in now. It'll have to go in at end of May, unless it was something small. Then that's when I'd break a rule and work a weekend. Yeah, but so it'd have to be worth it. My my clients are they're, they're very demanding. Yeah, <laughs> thing is, you've got blokes as well, haven't you? So I suppose if you if you're six months ahead with blokes, it even is you know stressful stuff. It is, yeah. you know, and clients don't understand. You know what I mean? They and I, and I've tried to tell them and I've tried to educate them, but it's not, honestly, it's like yeah. And some of some with money think they've got presidents because they've got money. Exactly, and I'm like, I'm not being funny. You're the same as everyone else. It doesn't yeah. bother me. It same hourly rate. Don't matter how rich you are. Same hourly rate. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're still yeah. going to be the same pain in the ass at the end. Yeah, probably even more so. Yeah, they are. Because they, they haven't got rich by giving money away, have they? No, no. <laughs> so where, where do you see yourself in five or ten years then? Um, 
I say, as we were talking before, you know, um, having the workshop built, um, that is my retirement, really. That, yeah. That's that's where I'm, I'm, I'm not pushing the business because obviously the decorating side is a massive part of our, you know, our yeah. company. That, that is, you know, our three guys, they go out to do the decorating. I do all furniture, kitchens. Yeah. You cherry pick uh, the nice stuff. Uh, or the, the easier stuff. It's not, I, I personally, like today I've been in doing the kitchen today and it's like, it, it, it's not easy. I find I don't stop because yeah. it's, it's a conveyor belt. Yeah. You've got to get all them doors and all that all ready, ready for the next stage tomorrow. Yeah. So you've got to stay. I've found myself being there till eight o'clock at night because of like I've still got to rub it, still got to fill it, ready for yeah. tomorrow. You found a big chip that needs filling, you've got to get it dry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, it's such a ball ache. Um I say my lads are on night shift, so I've got no one to take the slack. So I'm having to do it all. <laughs> Could you not keep one of them off 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 night shift? No, um, even the apprentice, he's, he's having to skip college. Yeah, to go to, go to do this night shift. It's a four week stint. Uh, yeah, I hate night shifts. I know. I done I done it two years ago, and I said to the lads, "I'm not doing it again." By the way, I have moved house, and I live right behind a primary school, and they yeah. make a lot of noise. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way I can do night shift," and they were like, "Yeah, we don't need you. Obviously, you don't want the gaffer there." Yeah, um, but give them their due. But they're they are on bonus. So, well, me and my mate, we did a nursing home last last year, summer last year, four nights over weekend. I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. See what it nearly fucking killed me. Yeah. Really, really knocked it. I, I think it was just, just. Not knowing where I was, it sort of just took it out of me. We were doing, we were doing. I think we were doing half ten, half ten at night till half six in the morning. And you'd get, I'd go in at half six to think, right, do I have breakfast because it's morning, <laughs> or do I have something like I have for tea? Do I yeah. go to bed for a bit or what? And it re- it really messed me up. And it, it like it like I'd done two weeks work, yeah. and it just really drained me. And I thought, do you know what? Never again. <laughs> yeah, we we have we have a system. We we start at eight. Finish at four. So there's your eight hour shift. Start yeah. on a Sunday night and finish on a Thursday. Yeah. And then that means that gives you like all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday before you go back in. So, so it feels like you're getting a really long break, but you're actually not. Uh, yeah. It just seems to work well because um, we, when we, when, well, when I did do night shift with the two years ago, we all said a night shift felt like a morning. You know, yeah. like a work because there's no social media, no one's up, no one's doing anything. So you, you know, yeah. Even the yeah. lads that smoked, we ain't going out for a fag because <laughs> <laughs> there's no one to chat to. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose <laughs> the, pro- the productivity we're getting is phenomenal. Yeah. So if if you could go back to the young Tic Tac Christmas Carol style down London on his motorbike. Yeah. What, what advice would you give yourself? <sighs> what advice would I give myself? Don't trust anyone with ginger hair. <laughs> and thumb rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't go too far into that, can we? <laughs> but, elephant in room in it didn't end well, that did it? No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, no. Uh, no. 
I don't know whether we should have should chat about this subject or not. What do you reckon? Do we or don't we? I don't know. Um, well, yeah. everybody everybody knows what training course you were doing, and it just didn't end well, did it? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I've I've been offered when all this is over. I've been offered a few of the companies wanting me to <coughs> go and train with them. Uh, yeah, I do miss it. Um, you get quite a buzz from. Training Meeting people and training. Yeah, yeah, training. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. At the end of the day, they're people the same as me. Yeah. They, want to, they just want to improve their business, you know, and move on. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've always been at the, from, from a very, very young age when I started. Like, when I got back from, well, after, when we were going back, if we go back to the London story, they're, um, the guys I was living with, like, unbeknown to me, I don't even mean down there three months, and they went, listen, we've got to go. And I went, why? He says, um, do you want to go to uh, Spain? And I went, I've never been abroad. I said, like, this is my first trip away, like, you know what I mean? And they're like, well, what it is, we've been renting tellies and we've been renting different places, and when we go there, we rent so many tellies and then we sell them and then we have to keep moving around London. So <laughs> they've, caught, they've caught up with us now. <laughs> so I'm like... Really? So we just went down the, down the road to the camp shop, bought a tent, a sleeping bag, and I was on a flight that night to bloody Spain. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? And then we ended up like hitchhiking all the way down to Gibraltar. Um, and it was, just, it was just chaos. It was just absolute chaos. I've never felt hunger like it because we had no money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eating Nutella. And a, and a bit of bread, and that was it. And it was just like, but yeah. <laughs> so, so I know I know you must be a bit of a techie person because I've seen all your your posh little videos cropping up on social media. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or you've got somebody doing it for you. No, no, I do them. I do them. Yeah, are, are you a techie person? I'm not. I haven't got a clue. I'm bumbling my way through it, actually. Yeah. Um. I am bumbling in my way through it. I'm trying to understand it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm getting a little bit better at it. Um, yeah, it's just something I'm interested in. It, it does take a long time, though, you know, to, for like a minute clip. Yeah. It does take a lot of time and effort to put together. Well, I, I talked to Mike regular at, uh, you know, Polish Mike, me decor. Yeah, yeah. He, he can knock one up in minutes. I, I use the same app, and I put one on tonight for UPVC doors and what have you. And that took me about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Fat thumbs don't help. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. learning it, but Mike's so speedy because he's just picked it up and he's off with it. Yeah. I could probably get my twelve-year-old daughter to do it quicker than me. Yeah, I've got a few. I've like, you know, I've got a couple. Of, well, I've got a proper editing suite, um, and then I've got the apps on the phone. I find the actual apps on the phone are actually the better ones because they do it all for you. Yeah. Yeah, they, they take some, some work out of it, don't they? Well, yeah, and that was great. But yeah. you can only use that so many times because then when people think they've got bloody epilepsy, you know, with all the shaking and in and out. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you had one at the very beginning of lockdown. That were knocking some pretty funky-looking ones out. Yeah, that's... Um... Yeah, that, that, that's an actual program. Um, you, you subscribe to that. That's actually a very good one. That's called um, VidZone. Yeah. Um, ah, I think I've seen that, but I, I, I looked at it and it had a lot of shit reviews and saying customer service was poor. 
No, it's it's well. I don't know what the customer service is. All you do is it just it, it gives you a, a, a template. Yeah, and you just put your stuff in. It, it, it's actually there's no customer service needed really. It's quite simple, very very simple. Yeah. Um, but you've got to think outside the box because it'll give you like a generic for a hotel. Yeah. You've got to think outside of the box and think, well, I can take a hotel out and put painting and decorating in it instead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've just got to think outside there's, of the box. There's, there's a lot a lot of hard work goes into it. I mean, I'm seeing more and more videos where people are being creative popping up on social media. But I was listening to a podcast today and there's a lad near me. He's about 15 miles away. He does... Uh, that media management and he started his own podcast. I listened to that and he had this young lass on. She she really clever, really, you know, knew what she was doing. She was 21, drives an Audi, bought and paid for. And she's, uh, she started off doing at 15, doing beauty things on uh, beauty videos on YouTube. And then she progressed and she makes that much money out of it. And she says, I've actually never had a proper job. She says I did school, A levels, part-time work, went to uni for a year to see if it were for me and it wasn't. And I just make money out. And she, she does lifestyle blogging now, whether it's eating out, traveling, mm. clothes. And she says she does, what does she base it on? She does three videos and it takes her two weeks. She does three videos a week and each video takes about two weeks to do. So she's always having to work in hand. And I thought, geez, a lot of bloody work goes into that. And it will yeah. like, it really off how long, but real good insight. On yeah. how much bloody hard work it is being a proper influencer. And I just thought, you know what? I couldn't be asked. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Like, I just found myself today. I was like, oh, quickly, I'll nip out and get the camera because there's something I'm doing, you know what I mean? And I'll yeah. turn it around. I've just got like a, it's a DJI thing. It's like a tiny little, it's... DJI Osmo? No, it's called, no, it's the pocket. It's about, the, it, it, honestly, it's about five inches tall. It's got some, with the little gimbal on top? Yes, yeah. I got yeah. rid of mags. I couldn't go on with it. Yeah, I, thought, no. I found it was too much messy. I prefer this GoPro. Can't go on yeah. with GoPro. You know, it's the, the Osmo. It was too much fanning about. Yeah, I just don't. I think when I do them, I don't like all the shake and stutter and everything. So that's why I like the gimbal. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to make it look a bit more professional. But then, as you see, I, I've got. I, I hired a bloke to do two for me, and they were amazing. But I got them like, yeah, he was just starting out. And, yeah. He, he was a proper professional. If, if you can get somebody like, if you've got one big job and you can get somebody like that for, if it costs you a couple hundred quid and it gets you another big job, then it's paid for itself. Yeah. I think, I think the one where I done, where he done the kitchen refurb for me, which was about a 25 year old kitchen, which someone had done and cocked up with Annie Sloan chalk paint, which anyone, yeah. that thought, anyone that thinks they can put chalk in a kitchen where you got to wipe it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, waxed for protection yeah 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 well it wasn't she didn't even paint the inside of the cupboards <laughs> she didn't paint the inside of the cupboard doors so when you opened it up it's just big runs down the back of it oh man was going, yeah she even painted all my tins <laughs> i was like really but anyways i got this guy to do it and i think i got i think it was over nearly i think it was nearly twenty one thousand hits on that video yeah yeah, that's pretty good going. Um, that's not bad on an island. I did yeah. sponsor it for a bit, but it was only about, I think I sponsored it for about 15 quid. Yeah. Did you yeah. get off sponsoring it? Pardon? Did you yeah. get off sponsoring yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It, it paid for itself then, hadn't yeah, it? I got, I got, I got how big job was. 
Yeah, I got loads out of it. I think I think he charged me nine hundred pounds, and I got, I think I got about six k back. Yeah, so it's it, not too bad. It's not, it, and plus you keep it, and you can just rerun it. And I, yeah, repurpose it next year. Yeah, and then just put it on the website, and you know what I mean. Away you go. So it's not something that just dies. It's yeah, you know, it's evergreen, isn't it? As they call know, it, it's it, out it there. there. Yeah. So if you can do that. You know what I mean? But social media, I've, I have heard, like, like, obviously I live on an island. Um, Facebook works for us here. Yeah. <laughs> because we're a small community, you know, it's like 86,000 people here. So, you know, if you snore, someone else can hear it next door. Yeah. So it's literally, <clears throat> if you do something bad here, it, it doesn't get take long for it to get around. You do something good here, and you know, only one person hears about it. Yeah, well, I, I live in a small town, and I always joke you can't go for a crap without someone knowing how many squares of paper you've used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit like that, but yeah. Facebook don't work unless you're, you're cheap and cheerful. Yeah, it, I, I, I'm better on Instagram here than I'm on. Yeah, on Facebook. <clears throat> well, that, that's the difference here. I'm, I'm crap on Instagram and good on Facebook. Yeah. But all my marketing's done on Facebook. I think I've got how many followers have I got on Facebook? Two thousand three hundred followers on Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's, I'd say, I'd say about a hundred of them are only a island. Yeah. I'd say the rest of them are all local people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously when you share something, they get to see it and it's like. I've never really looked at mine. I've, I've never thought to look on Facebook, see how many are following me. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll look at Insta now and then, but I'm not particularly that bothered. It's, it's for me, it's, yeah, it's a bit of work, a bit of work, a bit of life. You know, it's it's like rummaging through someone's underwear drawer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How many jobs of that have we done? <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. That's a different story. Yeah, when you serve your apprenticeship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, any book recommendations? Are you a book reader? I'm not actually. No, I'm too busy making films instead. <laughs> 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 right sort of films I hope <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go back so I got that gimbal I can't do the shake <laughs> <laughs> so, move, moving on to the, the best advice for selling yourself what what sets you apart I mean I don't want you to give all these secrets away but what sets you apart when you, you're looking at a job um, I think it's definitely interaction with the client yeah you've got to have the rapport with the, with the client. You can't just walk in and go, mm, yeah, write your notes down and just walk out the door, not even like bother, you know, have a look around the room, see what's going on. Like I went to one the other day and I could see that she had a couple of patches in the room and I said, oh, I had a leak. And then she started telling me the story then, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you're into the zone that way where they're feeling comfortable. If they've, if they've got a dog, fuss it like mad, that, yeah. that helps. Yeah, yeah well, I, I always have the problem where I can't get his head out of my crutch. <laughs> Should have had a shower before you went. <laughs> you know what they say, give the dog a bone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, every time I go around, it's a bloody dog, so it's got his head in my crutch. <laughs> and then the, the woman's going, oh, come here. And I'm like, no. <laughs> So, obviously, you're on an island there. Is there many decorators on there? Is there much competition compared oh. to what there would be if you're over here? Yeah. Oh, my God. You could have a whole yellow page here for decorators. Yeah. It's, it's silly. Silly. Yeah. In and out. 
I thought you'd be few and far between. No, so opposite. no, no yeah. it's, it's the total opposite. It is, it, it, it's chocolate with decorators, really. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's overflowing. It's, you, you've got to be. Is that I, your man I'll, thumb ring texting you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't you go down another route there. Yeah. Sorry, I can't help myself. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I've always, I've always from the very start, though, I've always tried to. I, I have trained heavily. You yeah. know what I mean? I've done. Nullifier, Venetian plaster, you know, everything you can think of to try and be, to try and dis- to, to try and distance myself from yeah. being like basically average Joe. Yeah, the average Joe, basically. Yeah, yeah, stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. So, so where do you see the trade heading? You said did you see heading towards the Venetian plasters because you're you're big on your spray plaster as well, aren't you? To be honest. Um, as I say, we only really use that for our own jobs. We don't do it commercially. So yeah. if we go in and we think plaster's crap, we'll just say to the client, listen, we'll sort it out. Um, you know, I'm going to give you a good job. Yeah. Um, or if we're on a job and we're stripping something and the ceiling falls down, at least they're not waiting around for about three or four days waiting for the plaster to turn up. Yeah. We, we can actually sort it out ourselves then. Yeah. I, yeah. I get exactly what you're saying there. We, me, and, me and a friend had this conversation today, another decorator that rung me. And I, I are on about, spent some money on DeWalt stuff and we were on about just cutting joiner out. You know, on repair care and timber build, whatever, outside. I had a cock up with a joiner this year. Uh, I ended up spending the day putting it right after and I thought, 450 quid is charged for this. If I had the tools, I could have charged that myself. It'd be like more than what I charge a day and I could have done it. I just thought control and product myself. Well, that's it. We get when we offer the whole package as well. The clients like that as well. You know what I mean? When you yeah. say, oh, you know, we'll reskim it out, or um, it's, it's less hassle for them, isn't it? It's one one person doing the job rather well, it, than managing multiple trades. Yeah, and then you know what I mean. If it doesn't look like Freddy Krueger's put the plaster on, you know what I mean? Like half of the half of the, the stuff is, you know. Well, you can't turn around and moan about the finish, can you? No, I can't. No, <laughs> I can't say he's shit. Get him back. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's it. When you miscoated it and sanded it, and you see, see, see all them bare spots, bare plaster. Yeah, that's yeah. where your plaster is crap. Yeah, <laughs> we we always say that the plasterers always get taught in prison. Here. <laughs> so, so where do you see the trade heading then? It, well, it's already going that way. Anyway, it's like everyone's jumped on the spray and bandwagon now, haven't they? You know what yeah. I mean? That's. Yeah. That's the way of way it's going. Like, God, back in 2005 when we started, you wouldn't even think of even offering it to, like, a, a domestic client. Yeah. You know, we, we were site bashers, you know. We were just, like, empty houses. didn't matter where overspray went, really. Yeah. Um, but there was no way that a, a domestic client back in 2005 was going to let you anywhere loose in their house with a spray gun. See, I was doing it. When did I last do it? Before I started up again doing it, it was about 1994. And it were factory units down in Kent. 
mm. around about then. And it was the machines. I can't remember. Was it Graco Lion Industries? Yeah, Lion Industries. Yeah, no, they were yeah. using Titans. They were selling Titans Lion Industries. Yeah, it, it were Lion Industries machine we used to rent. Yeah, it's Titan. And you used to spend half a day unblocking it when it had come off fire. Yeah, Titan. <laughs> It'll be a yeah. Titan. Yeah, and th- that that when we we were doing it, we were just knocking these breeze block units out in a big factory. So they were just making smaller units to rent out. But then, obviously, like you say, it come to forefront again, didn't it? About what eight years ago? Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. you've been doing it longer, but it really hit the spotlight, didn't it? About what well, it'd be about? Yeah, about eight years ago. Yeah. Now, now it's just like God. It, it, you, you can't stop it now. It's like. Yeah. Like my lads, they they hate it when they get a, when they have to get a brush out. They feel like cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they'd rather mask up a door than get a brush and a foam roller out. Yeah, they really would because they just they don't they don't like the finish for one. Yeah. You know, and obviously that's what sells you as well. It's the finish, isn't it? I, th- I think with I think the trouble is with sprayed, you've got. The one that says, oh, we spray everything, I think it's bollocks. Yeah. I, I always said the same. If you're in a new build and they stick six-foot skating on it, kitchen, wants to fit a kitchen, you ain't going to get a sprayer out to do that, are you? No. no. I, I, I think you've got to have your business head on and work out, is is <coughs> this job worth the, the bit extra materials, a bit extra masking, am I going to save it back in time? Yeah. And, and that that's the trade-off you've got to work out. We've... Obviously, we've been got we've got systems in place now where we can get away where you know we've got things we can use where we don't have to get the sprayer out, but we can give a near spray finish. Yeah, um, it takes takes a lot of getting used to, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Are you not over fussy about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not over fussy about it now. Yeah. So, so, what what's your favourite product and or paint paraphernalia that you currently use it? Well, say we're we're quite limited here. Yeah, I haven't <clears throat> I haven't used Dulux. And, God, I think when I left when I left Select, because um, obviously you you you're roped into using that way, you know, for your yeah. guarantee and all that. And yeah, I, I think and, that's I've, I've said it on podcast before. I think the person in charge now. I think they're the one that can turn it round. Yeah. Is, and I, I spoke to Tony Pearson Young about it. I think the only let down is you, you've got to use dual hooks. You know, and I'm, it ain't crap. There's just stuff as good now, isn't there? Yeah. You know, they've, there's other alternatives. Yeah. They've just they've relied on the name for too long, haven't they? You know what I mean? And the marketing, you know what I mean? And now, yeah. you know, like Tickerilla has come, like... It, Everyone else was caught up. Yeah, 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 everyone has. You know what I mean? Everyone's using water-based systems now. Um, you know, I, oh God, I can't even remember last time I used oil. Yeah. I, I can't. It took me a long time to get my head around it. Yeah. Like, like I did with everyone, oh, this is shit, you know. But, you know what I mean? I'm, I, was not, I wasn't putting it on with a synthetic brush. I was putting it on with, real, you know, Harris or whatever and it was like oh god it looks awful and then someone saying no no you need to wet it you know I, I can remember the first time we used I think at college it was Dacrolite hence why we still, still call undercoat Dac uh, acrylic primer and <laughs> then when I was serving my apprenticeship Dulux brought it out their acrylic primer and it was I remember tin if I remember right it was dark blue at top and bottom looked like red pencil lines around it like <laughs> someone had gone around 
and it, yeah. had, it had a real strong I didn't mind the smell but it had a real strong smell to it yeah that, that was ammonia smell at the really time. Smell. yeah yeah that were really good stuff at the time I thought it weren't bad gear mm. you know but it weren't often you got to use it because they didn't like spending money on it <laughs> yeah. on a flea pit yeah, well, well, this, I'm going back to times where you used to hand your cast scissors in at back end every month and they'd get resharpened because they'd been blunted on mud chip. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have your beeline stay sharps then that were the toy when they come oh, out. Right. <laughs> yeah, the big old cast iron ones. Yeah, you used to hand them back. You used to have two pairs. Yeah. And you'd hand one back into the stores. It'd get a tag on it. It'd get resharpened while you use your others. Yeah. And then pick them up a week later. Yeah. God, proper, that's proper old school showing oh, me age now, aren't they? Mud chip. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's um, what's been your best investment work-wise? Best investment's got to be the Mark V. Yeah. It has to be because it, it, it's pulled us out of the shit so many times. Um, it's proper an invincible machine, really, I think. It was a big investment. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, it was probably yeah. a big investment at the time because they'll be they'll be a bit cheaper now than what you probably paid originally. Yeah, well, I'm on me third. Yeah, I'm on me third now. So, yeah. um, the you can't put through them because it's pretty much you can put shove out to it, can't you? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it, it pretty much anything really. Yeah, I think you can even get like um, I think you can near enough get like slurry mixed through it as well. Yeah, so. Um, I'm- out of all your favourite sprayers or machines, setups, whatever, if you could only use one for the rest of your life, what would you go for? To do everything or just? Just if you could, if they said, right, you could only spray and use one machine for the rest of your life, what would it, would it just be doing kitchens with air assisted or? Would yeah, you... I, you, you can't beat AAA. I'm sorry, but you know, I mean, I, I love, I love AAA. Um, it's got to be well. I'm on, I've got my third Kremlin now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And there's only me. Yeah. So, how, yeah. How many do you need air assisted? To be honest, though, um, when I get to the new workshop, I want to go down the PU route. So, um, I want to keep one for precat and AC, and one for PU. Yeah. A friend of mine works in a factory, and they used to have two. They used to have one for clears and one for colours, and that right? Yeah, yeah. And then I know somebody else who has one for, um, one for regular stuff, and then one for like I think it's Morel's fire retardant stuff. Yeah, and he shoves that to a different one. Yeah, we have the same with guns. We only have, we have certain guns now, are clear guns as well. You know, for gravity feds. Yeah, that that's what I'm like. I have a, a they're pretty cheap gun, but they do the job well. A and I's. Yeah, hundred quid. I just have a one point four for clear. All the issues on clear. Yeah, I got. Um, I think it was, was it Craig Lioness. He he was sold me some um, Segolas. Yeah. And once I jumped on the bandwagon with them, that was it. I'm sold. They're, they're, they are probably the best gun I've ever used, and I've used everything. The Vilvis, yeah. Sarta, um, you know everything, and and, and Segola are just. The, the 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 finish they give is just unbelievable. Do you find hard work getting parts for Segolas? Yeah. No, I use a company off Facebook. They're pretty good, actually. Yeah. Is it PMP? 
Yeah, that's it, PMP, yeah. Yeah, rough guess. So I've got uh, my, my air assisted Segola. Yeah. And there's only one place I can get tips for it. And that's PMP. No, Morel's. <laughs> You're joking. Well, it's Morel's branded Segola. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are pretty slow at giving stuff out to you. Well, that's just Morel's, though. Yeah. Yeah, amount of people that said that to me. It just must be way they work. It is Morel's. It's, it, that's what I mean. I wanted to jump off the bandwagon with them and go down with Symphony, and um, it, it, it just wasn't happening. I had to go back to Morel's. Yeah. Um, but I have heard, it, it depends which part of the country you're in, really, what you, who your rep is as well. If you've got a good rep, you get decent, you know, yeah. you get decent service. I mean, the, the prices are spot on. It's just sometimes they're a bit slow. I think other week, I waited over a week for Grey Primer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, saying that, my manager the other week, given his due before he went down with COVID, um, I'd ordered some paint and I'd ordered Purbeck Stone, um, and I'd ordered it with Symphony. It turned up; it was nowhere near Purbeck Stone. It was green. Yeah. So I rang my area manager and I went, "Listen, I'm really in a tight spot here. Could you get me 15 liters here ASAP?" So he went to Preston, got it mixed, and he dropped it at the boat for me that day. And yeah. I had it. I had it within twelve hours. Bloody hell, that's pretty good service. Yeah, he was absolutely spot on. And from there on in, I don't think I, I don't think I'd veer again now off Morels with that. See, I had, the other week I ordered an air assisted tip, a smaller one for finished coats for the Segola. Took them nine days. When they dropped it in my porch, it was a Kremlin tip. So I wrote Reb says, what the? And he says, don't worry, we'll sort it. Next day, they had a Segola. Yeah. I thought, well, why did it take nine days to get tipped first time? And then I had to pay. I paid for the Kremlin when they delivered it because they thought it were right tip. Then next day I had to pay for the Segola, and then it took them four weeks to refund me for Kremlin. Yes. You know, and I thought, that ain't great. <laughs> but if you talk, say you talk to people nationwide, it's... Like I talked to a lad down in Essex way and he, he, uh, his morale's rep's great. It's, yeah. just, it's just where you are and it, it's the look of the draw who your rep yeah. is or what branch you use and all. Yeah. You know I mean, it's... So what's, um, what's Tony Taylor's endgame exit plan? Is it go till he drop? Because you've got the no. pension? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I think... I think hammer it for the next 10 years... Um, see how much I can get of this unit paid off. Have you got 10 years left in you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> My wife said, yeah, you ugly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> She's hoping to get 10 years out of you, out yeah. of you to get some more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, but that, that's why yeah, I sort of, done the workshop as well because it was an investment because at least if I if I do get another 10 12 years I can just rent that out or sell yeah. the business as a going concern or whatever you know what I mean it, does, it that that was more the long-term plan with the with the workshop really yeah um, yeah and I can stay away from the general public <laughs> so is there any takeaways you can give the listeners In this day and age, if you if you could put a big billboard up, 
to give some advice in the middle of London, what would you put on it? Don't trust people with ginger hair. <laughs> you got to think about gingers. You've <laughs> <laughs> just got the, the... What I'd say is you've got to distance yourself from the, 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 the norm. You have to. You've yeah. got to strive to be at the top and yeah. not be like every other sheep yeah. and, follow the, and follow the pie pipers of the world of, you know, basically social media or whatever else you, you have to do. Do your, your own, own thing. You've got to do your own research. You, you know, no one's ever going to hand you, you know, everything I've ever done. I've never, I've never copied it off anyone. I've always yeah. gone out and, yeah, you, you, had, you had to use that paint because Mr. Poplar on Instagram says it's good. Yeah. You've yeah, tried it for I, yourself. But I haven't done a course because someone else has done a course. Yeah. I've, got, I've done a course because of thinking that's going to fit into my business. I'll be able to sell that. Yeah. Um, and that's what you have to think about. You have to be, separate yourself from the norm. That That's always been my motto. That's yeah. always the way I've looked at my business. Yeah. Stay ahead of the curve, for want of a better term at the moment. Well, it is, yeah. It yeah. is, but unfortunately, the curve's all caught up with us now. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, I, mean? I, was spray, I was spraying, like, 2005, and now it's like... <laughs> well, it's, it's like I say with Dustless. You used to sell yourself on, we do Dustless standing, but everyone and the dog's got it now, haven't they? You know, so you've got to find something else to sell yourself on, and it used yeah. to be spraying. It used to be UPVC windows, but everybody's doing it now. Yeah. Well, we, we got forced into dustless, to be honest, because we were on that massive job. And obviously, you know, there was we were there when it was like getting fitted out still and there was some very, very expensive stuff in that house. So it was like, you know, you, yeah. you had to go full dustless. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Are, are you Mercroft as tall? Uh, I'm both, actually. Yeah. I have uh, I have two Mercos. Um basically for walls and ceilings and then all the festival stuff's all for the woodwork and kitchens yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have just bought the new Merca, um, oh, what's a little square one now? Dios. Dios. Yeah. I've just bought that for kitchens and that. Um, and to be honest, I, I find that's outstrips the um, ETS. I've, I tried one. I didn't like it. I, th- it. I don't know if it was just, whether it was me, the machine you know, wasn't the best, but I tried it on some casings at the beginning of the year on a job with a friend who has one, and it just seemed a bit too aggressive, you know, like it runs off with itself like an RO90 does on mm, beast mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed a bit aggressive. I thought, I thought I'm not keen on that. Yeah, about, I, I got the, the three mil stroke, not the five mil. Yeah, this was five mil one. I thought yeah. it's a bit, a bit too aggressive for my liking that. Yeah, I got the three mil for the kitchens, and uh, I find, I find for kitchens and furniture, it's, it's a real good bit of kit because it's, it's nice. It's nice in the hand. Yeah. See, yeah. I, th- I thought the Seros was a better machine than the Deros, apart from the stupid transformer it had on it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pain in the ass, that thing. My, my mate's still got my Seros. It's still going strong. I've still got one. It still goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's still goes, but clips come off it when it goes into transformer, but it still works. It still goes strong. Yeah. I am on second transformer of mine now, which yeah. is the same price as Deros for well, the transformer. It, it rung me the other day. He doesn't do much now because he went to work in a factory spraying doors, but he says his extractor's packed up. It's not even two years old. But the Seros is had off me. Must have had that off me six years ago. It's still going. Yeah. 
Mine's got a good bit of age on it. I'd say mine's about that old. Yeah, can't kill it. Well, I went from Seros to Deros to ETS. Because I, I just got sick at cables packing up on Deros. Plus, I did like the yellow box in the middle of all my grey ones. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not being funny. Festool bloody leads are not the best either. <clears throat> I've just bought, about two months ago, I paid 88 quid for four cables because I have five sanders and one cable that worked. Yeah. So I bought four cables. I bought two more spares I've got in garage. Yeah. You know, they're, they're about 21 quid a pop like, but they are frustrating. They are. They are. Yeah, because they get a fair bit of use. Yeah, because it's got that stupid connector on the end. Well, I've seen people say I have a mild wide bit. It makes them limited then, doesn't it? It's not that. We've also got 110 and 240, and the ends look exactly the same. <laughs> on the machine, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you pick, it's like, oh, it won't fit. Yeah. Then you've got to go through all the cables. Which one, which sander ETS we've got? Because we've got, got some yellow tape around your 110 cables. Yeah, it will. It's not that. It's actually the. It's actually the machine. The back. End, the back. The back port is actually looks the same. Yeah. For a one ten uh, and a two forty. Yeah. So you need some way of identifying machines yeah. and marker on them, so you know which yeah. is a one ten when you pick it up. Because obviously there's four of us, and we've got a fair bit of sanders. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Room 101 style, three things that could bin you because they annoy you and you can't say ginger-haired people. <laughs> All right, then, thumb rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're killing me. I'll have a bloody coffee fit. <laughs> Go on, then, two more. <laughs> if I could bin you, what would it be? Don't have to be pain-related. All right. Um, clear shots, clean shots, clean shots. Yeah, do you not like them? I think they're overrated. See, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I struggle with out sometimes because pe- people, when you're doing the ceiling and you've got an extension, people say trigger on and off off the ceiling. You can't, there's not always the opportunity to trigger on and off off the ceiling. Depends mm. what's just directly below it. Mm. So I think that's that's where they come into play, and I get lazy because I use it for twisty end on it you know you know if i'm doing if i'm doing skating boards yeah you only have to bend halfway down if you have a 16 6 engine and a clean shot you didn't make <laughs> that idea with off someone off youtube did you no <laughs> no, no I, I can work some stuff out for myself <laughs> just mm-hmm. out of pure laziness <laughs> no, I, I put my clean shot on the end of my extension not on the beginning of the extension <laughs> yeah yeah I don't just have it on the gun. (laughs) (laughs) Go on then, one more. One more. Paintbrushes. Could have to get rid of paintbrushes. Yeah. Are are you not a paintbrush lover at all? I don't have a favourite anymore. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you had had to use one, what would you be your choice? I just... If I had to, it'd probably be the Worcester Silver Tip. See, I don't rate them. I've got no end of Wooster stuff, but I just can't get on with the silver and the gold. Yeah. They're a bit scratchy. Yeah. Yeah, a bit too scratchy. Yeah. I, I like the, what's the ones I've got? Ultra Pros, I think. They're pretty good. See, that, but that's what I mean. We don't get a brush out much that now. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're way behind. There's, there's <laughs> loads of brushes out there now. 
<laughs> You'd be lost in it all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd need a, I'd need another I'd need another uh, festool buddy box, wouldn't I? I've got a box full of them, not bad. <laughs> so stayed full of them. So where, where can we find you online and social media? Uh, well, it's always on Facebook. Always on Facebook. Yeah. Um, that's roughly where my marketplace is. That's where I'm always at. Um, I'm always on the AAA website. Yeah. I find that's a, a really good website. I think the lads there are genuine. You know, yeah, there's some decent sprayers on that one. Yeah, there is some decent sprayers on there. And, you yeah. know, it's not the same as some of the others where you have to pay to get information. It's I was like, just going to say that they're, they're quite happy to give you information and help you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the reason I like it. It's like, you know, people got problems or not problems. Well, yeah, I've been on them myself with our problems and, like, you know, got a reply within minutes, you know. Yeah. Well, that. that was the old premise of Brothers of Brush originally. If you've got a problem, you can go on there, put it on, and somebody would have a response say it's because of that. You know, mm. it's a quick fix response. Yeah. You know, like a rapid the, response of groups. Yeah. And obviously I'm the admin of Spray Plasters UK. I'm not on that one because <laughs> obviously I don't spray plaster. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm a splinter group now. Yeah, well, the first thing somebody does when they have a fallout on a Facebook group is go and start their own. Well, I didn't have so much a fallout. It was just more, it was the same thing as what we've always talked about is advertising. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain things that, you know, it's there for help and, you know, that's what it's for. It's, yeah. not, it's not to be flooded with adverts and people selling products and, you know what I mean? It's... Withholding information when you realise you're onto something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Let, let's, put a, let's throttle the information and divert it to a course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, no, no. But, uh, the, the, other, the other course, no, that, uh, the other one, we, it's just uh, the, the, the good lads, actually. It's uh, Steve Courier and Neil yeah. Tweeney. They're, they're really good lads, but I just thought I needed to, to distance myself a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I think people who know, know. Yeah. 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 I think that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. People who know, you know you're genuine. Yeah, that's yeah. it, exactly. So what are your hobbies besides work then? <laughs> well, at the moment, I, we just, we're literally just finishing renovating the house. We bought it three years ago, and we've got the living rooms getting finished in about a week and a half's time. Yeah. So I did used to play quite a lot of golf, but it just, I couldn't afford to lose four hours of my day. Yeah. You know, I just, it was full on in this house. You know, we've absolutely ripped it apart. It was like new roof. Garage has turned in. This is what I'm sat in now. I'm sat in what was the garage. So it's like, you know, kitchen diner. It's had a utility bill. We've replumbed it, rewired it. I've totally reboarded it, reskimmed it, sprayed it, new skirts, architraves, doors. Oh, kitchen, look at that for a game of soldiers. Double garage built, bloody two drives in. It's like, honestly, it's just been never yeah. ending. Never, never yeah. ending. Is, is, that, is that just the East Wing? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, me and me and the missus call it the manor bone. Yeah, is that the butler that's just walked past back here? <laughs> <laughs> and, she t- and she said, "Oh, we'll get this to downsize." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're the fool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the amount the amount of hours I put in here, mate. Honestly, I'm so. So, well, since since you're more Facebook than Insta, I'll change last one. 
Who, who are you who are you following on social media at the moment? Um, that that you you know that you think yeah they're spot on the crack on. John Moorcroft, I do follow a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he does some does some tidy work, John. Yeah, um, and he's. Yeah, I, I see John as another version of you, but on another island. <laughs> you, know, you know, like when you get your doppel well, not your doppelganger, but you know when you get your parallel universe. Yeah, yeah. When I look yeah. at John, I th- that's why I got mixed up at the beginning and thought you were on the same island, because I thought, are these two on the same island doing the same sort of thing? We're just on two different Alcatrazes. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But yeah, it's, it's like he's on a parallel universe doing similar things somewhere, you know, on a different island off other side. Well, yeah, because I, I relate to John, because obviously he does, he, he has the same problems that we have, you know what I mean? It's 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 getting products, it's... I think well, and it's obviously the cost of getting things to to, yeah. to an island all the time. So maybe that's why I relate to John a bit more than, yeah. than anyone else, really, because he has the same pitfalls I have. Um, but yeah, no, he 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 puts out some tidy work, John. Actually, yeah. Cool. Anyone else? Yeah, Phil Godfrey's. A, I, I was I was actually put on at one point. I was his biggest fan. I, I, <laughs> I was offered a fan. I was offered. I was offered a fan badge. Oh, <laughs> I've been offered a few of them for some people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like a stalker <laughs> when you get offered a fan badge. You feel like a stalker. You think yeah. maybe, maybe I've gone a bit too far, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the body watching everything you do, aren't they? They must be. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tony's my biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was. <laughs> well, we've avo- we've avoided the obvious subject. It's been, but it's been great to catch up with you because uh, I think I should to do this a, a while ago because I've had set in my head, you know, certain ones I've wanted on it because I know that I have an interesting story, and like I said at the beginning, there's some are class to make some are like legends, and you're up there with them. I just thought I want the certain ones. I, I mean, anybody can come on it to a degree, but, <laughs> but there's there's just certain ones I wanted on. I always wanted you on, and I think we've messaged since beginning of the year about it. Yeah, never got round to it. Yeah, so it's it's been brilliant to catch up with finally and get you on. And you too, mate. It's been yeah. really good. Brilliant. I've had nice a lot, mate. Cheers. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Cheers, mate. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners.
To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.